This is HPR episode 1837 entitled, Put an SSD in your Linux box, and is part of the series, How I Upgraded My PC. It is hosted by 2B Frank, and is about 18 minutes long. The summary is, what to check, read, and update if you want to upgrade your Linux PC with a solid state disk. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello HBR listeners, my name is Tobi Frank. Uh, today I would like to share something with you that I recently learned and that's putting an SSD in your Linux box. An SSD, that's a solid state disk. It's basically a disk uh, which has 2.5 inches of size, much like a laptop uh, hard disk actually, but it has flash media inside that's a bit like uh, what you have in your usb sticks it promises to be much faster which is especially interesting for older machines and also does it have another advantage well that's the main advantage i think and as far as life disk life is concerned i'm not really sure um, and i think they're too recent to have uh, completely reliable data anyway i decided i have a box a linux box which is now about six or seven years old where the hard disk is certainly getting old and i decided instead of just replacing it with a normal hard disk give it an ssd and see what you get and um that's what i did so i the good thing is uh, good thing to do is you should check some wikis the arch wiki the ubuntu wiki maybe to see what ssd disks are recommended for linux um i think most of them work by now i after some checking and talking to some geek colleagues who are however mainly under windows or mac i chose a crucial ssd with 256 uh, gigabyte and uh, put that in my desktop it's also very good for for a laptop which with its size it can easily fit into a laptop and will make the laptop even faster and also the advantage is that you don't have any physical movement in it anymore as with the old hard disk where you could crash uh, a head on the physical disk since this is just uh, bits being written inside the flash drive uh, you can shake it quite a little bit more without damaging the disk so those would be the reasons what else would you check um, you should check how old your system is have a look in your bias and search for an option that is called AHCI, that's Advanced Host Configuration Interface, and uh, your BIOS has to support that. In any case, if your box is as old as mine, then it's probably a good idea 
to uh, do a BIOS update to be able to really profit from, from the disk speed. Otherwise, it might not be uh, very useful and much faster. And um, in that case, my main board was a gigabyte and still is a gigabyte uh, main board that offers um, from 2007, 2008, that offers uh, updates for the BIOS. Uh, however, this is um, was a bit of a shock at first. You go to the manufacturer's website, type in your exact, and you have to look on boot up what's the exact uh, number and, and label of your BIOS is, your BIOS version, uh, and your mainboard version, um, and look for an update. And uh, these update files were in exe format so windows executables and first of all i thought oh dear i don't have any windows anymore how am i going to apply that but actually um downloading it and um extracting it most of these files may be just self-extracting archives so it's a program that does nothing more than extracting the file that is actually enclosed in it and what you can do uh, if you get wine installed on linux you just go to the command line and say wine and then the file name and wine will run the exe file for you and what that does at least in the case of my gigabyte uh, mainboard it extracted a file that you can actually then put on a on a usb stick and then um, on boot up you go into the bios options and there's a option that's called Q flash, which allows you to flash the bias in itself in, in its, uh, the, that the bias can flash itself. Um, then look at the options. In my case, it also offered an option to save the current bias version somewhere, which I skipped because I wanted to go really fast. But if you can do make a, a backup of the old flash if anything goes wrong you can reflash the old version of the bias back anyway and still have a usable system anyways in in my case this uh, all worked you have to be a bit courageous to actually this is like feels like a bit like replacing the motor in your car and wondering if it still works afterwards in some way but it went just fine the other thing you should do is um also look in the wiki if uh, your system supports trim, T-R-I-M, which is uh, a command that actually cleans, basically cleans up, as I've understood it, the file system on your SSD so it doesn't lose speed because files get scattered all over the system. Um, but most the the... the I think all recent Linux versions have a recent enough kernel to support uh, this trim parameter. You can check that with a command called hdparm. That's H-D-P-A-R-M. I put the command in the show notes and some links to, uh, among others, the Arch Wiki, which has a very detailed description of everything you can do with an SSD. Okay, so we've updated the BIOS. The next thing you should do, many sites recommend, is updating your firmware from the SSD. On the SSD actually so you go to the manufacturer's website crucial in my case and you find another file in this case it was an, an exe but an ISO an ISO is a disk image that you download and then using a tool like k3b or Brasero or any other disk burning tool really 
burn that on a CD, then start your computer with that. And it should do the rest by itself and replace the firmware on your SSD with the latest version. Again, in my case, that went without any trouble. Be careful when you do that. Um, carefully read the options the program offers you on screen because um, it would be a shame to, to, to mess up in the disk. Okay, um, then physically put in the disk. That's not too difficult. Uh, one remark I would have is um, there's a frame you can put it in, which is like a, a 2.5 um, inch classical frame where you put your disk with some screws in, in a free spot in your uh, desktop computer. If it's a laptop, anyway, you don't have the choice. You should put it where the, where the other disk was. But I found that actually thinking about vibration and everything. Now, again, uh, flash disks are a lot less vibration uh, sensitive or anything uh, compared to standard uh, hard disks. But I just ended up using some blue tag. Blue tag is like, like a little uh, sticky uh, mass. The, that you can attach stuff with you can attach posters to your wall i don't anyway you, you can stick it anywhere in the disc that you put in the two leads from the two cables that come from your main board the one is the power and the other is uh, the sata data cable and um, then you basically set you will boot up your disc and uh, there will be no change if you left the old disc in it will still boot from the old disk because uh, you can select what disk it's booting from in the BIOS again. And we haven't changed that yet. And maybe we shouldn't do just yet. Usually, if you, if you get one other disk in there, a Linux system like Ubuntu will call it SDA and the new disk probably SDB. You can check that using Gparted, the Linux partitioning tool, or going to the command line and just typing it. I think it's sudo fdisk-l. So fdisk in one word and dash l, which lists all the partitions you have on the system. So then you can either use Gparted to go ahead and um, format or already format the disk for you, or you can let your installer, for example, the Ubuntu installer, do it for you when you do a new install on your system. A recommended one, I think what most sites and, and sources uh, recommended was ext4, which is a bit of the standard Linux uh, file system. Some also say you could use ButterFS, but I think ButterFS still has some stability issues in some cases. So if you're a not too experienced user like me, you should, I think, go for ext4 to be on the safe side. Then uh, sites also recommend something that's uh, that should be considered. That is um, not to wear the disk out too fast, the SSD. Um, avoid that there's too many writes. I think reads is not the problem. It can do uh, almost unlimited reads, but the writes are not endless and uh, we should limit them as much as we can so some sites recommend not using a swap partition if your memory the computer's ram is more four gigabytes or more 
Now I'll come back to that in a minute. I have tried that. Uh, some other sites also recommend uh, putting slash var and slash temp on another disk, if you have another disk, of course, as there's also frequent writes from the system on that one. So then you should go ahead and install Linux with your standard installer, the Ubiquiti installer or the Fedora installer or the Magea or whatever is the distro of your choice. And I think most of these uh, can easily handle and format uh, SSD disks correctly by now. I would leave it up to you if you format just one root partition and a home partition, if you just do the root partition, uh, or if you add another data partition, since SSDs, uh, unless you get very expensive ones, are considerably smaller than the normal hard disks, uh, be aware that there's not unlimited space on that disk. Um, the other option is, of course, leaving, uh, for now I left my, hard, my old hard disk in, but that's only a temporary solution because it's going to die sooner or later. But I think it's a good idea if you, if you get big amounts of data, a lot of photos, a lot of videos, or, or big audio files from podcasting or anything else, uh, you might want to have a, a big disk that's it's really a, a standard hard disk. And you can use as a data partition to put your big files on. And um, yeah, then uh, at the install, consider if you want to encrypt your home file system Installers like they want to install will ask you this if you want to encrypt your home part, encrypt your home partition. Probably a good idea for a laptop that you take a lot to internet cafes and go to many places with. It. If ever you leave it uh, somewhere, nobody can access your personal data. It will slow down the boot up a bit, um, especially so you might lose some of the advantage you gain by putting in an SSD. I didn't uh, encrypt the home partition because my system is at home and doesn't leave home, so I considered that was a, a risk I could take. That there's not too many people coming into my apartment and actually trying to look at my computer. And uh, I have to say, boot up is really, really fast. It really shaved a lot of time off the, the boot process and it's it's almost there instantly once the system check is done. Uh, it's quite impressive. And also later, if, if you uh, launch programs and stuff, it is considerably faster. Uh, coming back to the swap, uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, some sites um, suggest to, 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 to uh, not install a swap partition. I did that first, but had some stability problems actually as, as programs like Totem, the GNOME or Martian media player, uh, crashed actually when I tried to read a video or even audio. Apparently it uses uh, swap quite a bit um, and uh, it will crash regularly. And there was one or two other programs, I think, I can't remember now what it was. Was it Rhythmbox? I think not. But m most uh, impressive was, was really Totem that never crashed on me uh, in other, on other boxes and, and in the same Linux version, actually. But always crashed on this one. So the solution I chose was to uh, actually use the swap partition that was still on my other hard disk and uh, edit the FS tab, add the entry for that one, 
and uh, then it will boot up and actually now everything works just as normal. One more thing uh, to be said in conjunction with the FS tab, that's the etc etc slash FS tab file, which has your file system information on it, what disks are mounted and what disks get, disks get mounted automatically when your computer starts up. Um, some sites uh, recommend to adding a parameter, which is either called no A time. Others said you should prefer rel A time. And both are meant to reduce the number of writes. I think what, what actually happens is that the system writes a little marker inside the file system every time you, you try to access the, 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 the file, a timestamp. And with this uh, no A time or rel A time parameter, it doesn't do that. So it wears uh, the disk down a little more slowly, I think. Be careful editing FS tab. Uh, if you do make a mistake, it, your system might not start. Make a copy of your FS tab. Call it FS tab.old. Put it where you found the other one in uh, slash etc. And... Uh, carefully read uh, the the Arch Wiki or some other wikis that tell you where to add this uh, no a time or rel a time parameter. So pretty much that was pretty much all uh, I had to say and to share with you about using an SSD. As I said, um, have a good look around uh, about your bias, about what disk you want to get, what your use case is. If you want, like me, uh, to leave uh, another hard disk in after all, which makes things easier, I think. And um, check check your how can how you could update your BIOS and if it supports AHCI, and then go and use your SSD. Okay, so this is to be frank. Signing off for this time. Be safe. Use Linux. Join the love. Share the software. Okay. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.